to Joy City, a weekly blog and podcast hosted by yours truly, Stuart Welch, the lead pastor here at Life Connection Church located in Modesto, California. I want to invite you in wherever you may be listening to this podcast. Come on, join with this amazing community of friends that are quickly becoming an intimate part of my daily life. I'm your host and excited to hear your stories and deliver great content that I truly believe can change your life and transform as we celebrate the greatness of God and his presence in the everyday moments of our lives. Knowing the creator, the grand weaver, that he is present with us and then we lean into that presence. It can be revolutionary for many of us. So come on with me as we enter into the gates of Joy City. Now remember, Joy City isn't a geographical location. It's a place where we find our joy and happiness in the very kingdom of God, where we just follow hard after God. And we're trying to fulfill the call of God in our lives. It's a place that welcomes us all with open arms. In Joy City, faith is all important, our trust and confidence in the ways, will, and the word of God. But let me hip you to this. Jesus, he never uttered an opinion. (laughs) He never had to guess. Uh, And he didn't give us sound wisdom or, you know, keen observation like Solomon. No, not at all. Jesus's words are the essence of truth. And when we adhere and follow them intently, beloved, we become stronger. We get healthier. And that brings us to a joyful state. Understanding that Christ overcame the world. And for me and Every other resident of Joy City, this brings great rejoicing. Hallelujah. Now, this reminds me of a mother who had a very active and wiggly three-year-old she was trying to keep in her car seat. But every time the mom would start driving, the little girl would unsnap her seatbelt and try and stand up in her car seat. Mom would stop and tell her to sit down and buckle her back in. Well, you know, after numerous stops and starts, moms just said, look, you unbuckle that seatbelt again, you're not, you're not going to get to go with me uh, anymore. So with a frown on her face and those sad little eyes, the little girl sat down and mom started driving. But as mom looked in her rearview mirror, she saw her little girl smiling brightly, hands up and down in the air, and she was singing. And mom kind of perplexed said, what are you doing? And the little girl said, I'm standing up on the inside, mommy. <laughs> I just love that. And when you see me smiling or clapping my hands or dancing in the grocery store line or at Walmart, wherever it may be, just know that I'm standing up on the inside. Glory. Hallelujah. Not just me, but every resident of Joy City is standing up on the inside and they're shouting, they're rejoicing. Just in the opportunity to worship our creator, the giver of life and the sustainer of our days. Almighty God, I am that I am, the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. You see, Joy City residents can celebrate in school. We can celebrate at work. We can celebrate while handling the everyday chores of life. There's no city limits, not in Joy City. (laughs) So let's get in to this week's episode, which is going to handle dealing with disputes. 
See, many people think that we're living in some faraway land, that it's impossible to live when you're surrounded by all this COVID-19. I mean, mask mandates. Are you vaxxed? Are you unvaxxed? I mean, inflation is off the charts and homelessness. And how are you going to live in Joy City? But friends, that's called handling the cares of this life. And it'll choke the word right out of you when that's your focus. And we want to look, the Bible says, unto the author and to the finisher of our faith, and that's Jesus who is the Christ. So last week, I dealt with pain and suffering. This week, I want to talk about handling disputes because they do arise. We do find conflict, not just in the Bible, but in Joy City. And you probably just like me. I mean, when we read through the Bible, we see conflict after conflict after conflict. But one of the great things about God, not only do we see the conflict, we see the resolution of that conflict. So you see in the book of Acts, we, we see the introduction of Joy City with the apostles. I spoke on that last week. So you could go back. It's only 12 minutes. Listen to that podcast and you'll be all caught up. As the word is spreading and cities are sending for the Apostle Paul to come and preach and teach, Paul responds by teaching the gospel message from the beginning all the way to the raising of Jesus from the dead. And he would always conclude his messages with, and this salvation is now offered to all of you. (laughs) And the city would rejoice. I mean, what great news is that? So much so that they would beg for Paul to come back week after week after week and preach this same message. And the Bible says nearly the entire city would come out. But guess what happens? What's the result of all of this? You already know. Envy. Jealousies arose. The the Gentiles were glad. They were celebrating. But the Jews, yeah, they came together. They got some false witnesses. They got some people to tell some lies, some stories. They... Bible says they got some prominent people together. And so they expelled them, Paul and Barnabas, out of the city. Now, for many of us, you know, we we would have tried to fight back. But Paul teaches us a very valuable lesson right here. You know what him and Barnabas do? They just shake the dust from their feet. And they go their way. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to dispute with you. Not going to fight with you. We, we've done enough here. There's been enough seeds planted. There's been enough uh, people converted. There's been enough people that are rejoicing. Uh, we don't need to battle with you. We don't need to fight with you. And, and the Bible would say that, uh, you know, it would diminish. It would diminish what we have established. It would diminish and give room for blasphemies that see they, they ain't the real Christians y'all thought they were because that listen to them, listen to them fighting back and all. No, no. They shook the dust from their feet. They went their way. But they went their way, it says, with great joy and with the Holy Spirit. You see, they didn't let what others thought about them. They didn't let what others felt about them. They didn't even let what others said about them alter their joy. Beloved, as residents of Joy City, our worth, our value, or our significance, it does not depend on others. Hallelujah. It depends on how God values us. So come on in, join the family, join the community of residents. Some old, yeah, some new, but all are rejoicing to be part of God's family. 
Now, I'm already knowing. Some of you are saying, well, I I just can't shake the dust from my feet. I mean, I I just can't pick up and leave. I can't just take off. There are people that depend on me. I mean, some of them even live with me. Could be your spouse. Could be your children. Could be your parents. Could be any member of your family. How about coworkers on a job, students in my class? Whatever the relationship, I, I can't just get away. So now what do I do? Well, let me say this. Don't ever get caught up on the demonstration of the Christian life over the true heart connection of the Christian life. Now, what I mean by that is many times we hear, hey, fake it until you make it. No, my friend, don't do that. Don't don't try and fake it. It won't last. And then you'll really have a dilemma on your hands. No, what you do is you get real with your God. Father, I'm, I'm really struggling here. I really need you to guide and lead like you did the apostles and so many others so that I can rejoice and celebrate in the midst of this chaos I find myself in. Trust me, beloved. God wants to and he's waiting to. He promises if you call, he will answer. He will reveal himself and he's not a respecter of persons, but what he does for one, he'll do for all. Glory to God. So let's look at another example of resolving disputes from the Apostle Paul who, yeah, he's had his share of lessons in order just to be able to teach us. Now, in the fourth chapter of the book of Philippians, we see a dispute between Judea and Syntyche. Now, we don't know. The Bible doesn't explain what even caused their dispute, which shows that, you know, God is not necessarily concerned with the cause of the dispute as he is with the disruption of the unity in the body. When we look at the book of Proverbs, it says there's six things the Lord hates, seven that are even an abomination to him. And even when you go through the list, it says he who sows discord amongst the brethren. See, God loves unity. God desires the body of Christ to work in sync with itself, that every member of the body functions as prescribed and performs its duty to the benefit of the body so anytime that unity is fractured God has remedy so here Paul pleads he could have just commanded them but he pleads rather than commands you see he doesn't appeal to his authority over them he appeals to them as their friend as a brother in Christ giving us a glimpse how we entreat one another as brothers and sisters not authoritarians and then what does he do he calls that very community to engage in the matter yes we we are one another's keepers and we are to be concerned with what impacts one of us impacts all of us You see, we are relational beings and relationships are under attack right now from all sides. I mean, our belief systems, I mean, you you have a conversation about COVID-19, you have a conversation about masks, vaccines. I mean, families are just being torn apart. And over the last few years, we have clearly seen where the holes are as relationships are being ruptured every day. So Paul urges the residents of Joy City, I'm just using that, he's talking to the the people at Philippi, but Philippi is a representation of Joy City. He says, hey, let's come together and let's engage in this situation. And then he directs them back 
to the very constitution, the foundational principles of Joy City. Be of the same mind in the Lord. Be of the same mind in the Lord. You see, this goes back to chapter two, an earlier letter that he had wrote them as the apostle was even setting the tone. And he goes on to say, therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if there is any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like minded, having the same love, being of one accord of one mind. And he goes on to say, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look not only for his own interest, but also the interest of others. Now, <laughs> even preparing for this podcast and reading that, I just, I just had to laugh at myself because uh, I have to be reminded of this daily. You see, every morning I start my days and prayer and I say some of the same things over and over again and and those are you know God that you know I'm nothing and and let me decrease that you may increase that I could be a vessel or an instrument many of you you may pray this prayer as well God I'm merely a worm in the dust I mean that you know you know to God we're 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 a blip on a radar screen he says we're like the grass you know that fades away daily we get cut down And I'm laughing because, you know, last week, the week before, the month before that, you know, I I was kind of hurt because I was overlooked in some things that I was doing. I mean, I was hurt, you know, when I had heard that that they picked someone else over me. I mean, this might sound like like some of you out there, you know. I do this podcast. I do some videos. You know, of course, I'm a pastor at a church and. You know, I teach Bible study, small groups, things like that. But, you know, I heard someone say that my teaching and preaching, it wasn't all that. I I mean, that hurt my heart. (laughs) That hurt my heart. But friends, the meek man doesn't care. The meek man does not care at all who's greater. And this is Paul's appeal to handling division and conflict. He says, esteem another higher than yourself. Now, what's to disagree about? You see, my friends, because listen, pride, P-R-I-D-E, pride is competitive by nature. And it tries to lift one above another, which promotes conflict more than it does unity. You see, by contrast, humility and meekness, it accepts a place of servanthood with concern for the needs of others. It's not about agreeing with each other in this instance, but that they should both have the attitude of unity. But see that, that man, that pride just it just comes in. I, I'm, I mean, I'm at the grocery store the other day and, you know, I'm, uh, many of you who uh, may know me, I'm, I'm, I'm an avid fan. You know, I coach college athletics. So, you know, I'm rather competitive and uh, in that, you know, uh, I have a favorite team and my team was beaten in the playoffs last week by another team. And when I'm in the grocery store, I have my team stuff on and I see this other person with their team stuff on. So they start barking and talking, which causes me to start barking and talking. (laughs) 
And then I start, you know, the pride, the competitive nature kicks in. And I say, how many Super Bowls y'all won? Yeah, that's what I thought. Go sit down somewhere. But when I posted that, you know, on Facebook, you know, a couple residents of Joy City had to comment on it and said, hey, hey, be nice now. Be nice. Huh? Oh, but see, this is the challenge that we face, my friends. Man, this this stuff, we got to keep it in check. We got to we got to put it on the altar. We got to offer it up to God. That That's why when I read this Bible and I pray these prayers, I, I have to laugh at myself. I just laugh at myself because it's it's just it's just funny to me that we pray these things. But you see, when God opens our eyes <laughs> in Joy City, we could clearly celebrate others for the differences that we have. I mean, we could support one another in our efforts and we could cheer one another on in the spirit of unity. And we come to that consensus that when one wins, we all win. Because my friends, no one, not you, not me, no one can come face to face with what God is like and just ever be the same again. So I want to welcome you and invite you to Joy City where we can see his true image and we can touch even the heart of God through the spirit of the living God. And that will touch the depths of our own soul. And, we, but when, and, and when we behold his glory, that will begin to renew our minds and it'll transform us and give us strength to live this life just for God. So come on in where the table is spread and the feast of the Lord is going on. It's my honor to invite you to be a part, a resident of Joy City, a place where the body becomes stronger and our love for others only increases. I've enjoyed being your host. I'm encouraging you to connect with me. And you do that either by commenting below. I, I want to address some of your comments on the podcast. You can email me with questions or thoughts, concerns, maybe that you have, and, and I can address them. You can reach me by email at pastorstuart at lifeconnectionforchrist.org. That's pastorstuart at lifeconnection, the number four christ.org you can visit us online at lifeconnectionforchrist.org or you can simply call our office 209-522-3583 whichever way you choose to connect i pray you connect and i pray that in some little way i can be a help to you and yours hey god bless you all look forward to talking with you soon Thank you.